Oh shit. Here we go again. Okay, let's go. Bring it. Yo, 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 what's up? It's your boys, Wiz and Skivvy here, what's coming good, through with good, the Honesty what's Podcast. What's good, everybody? How, How are we going? going? Hey, uh, yeah. synchronised? Where? <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, sweet. Wiz, what are we doing today? So, we've got a special guest here, one of um, Skivvy's friends here from back in the day. So, would you like to just introduce yourself, name, where you're from, how you met um, this guy, and how you met him, but yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, first of all, thanks for having me on, man. I've been um, listening to you guys since day one. My man, and, uh, my man. Love what you guys are doing. It's awesome, man. Oh, um, my name is Elijah Taumiti. I grew up in Christchurch, New Zealand. Uh, I think we met when I was about 17. Yeah. Playing footy in uh, Cronulla. What a gun. This guy. <laughs> man, Shad I'm telling you now. Nah, he's was, lying. He's lying. <laughs> I'm telling you now. I'm not going to piss in his pocket. <laughs> but. There's too much smoke in my bum, mate. Sunny. <laughs> The next Sunny Bill, but he found uh, Fuji's nightclub. <laughs> so there's a few stories. Uh, stories, mate. Yeah, uh, mate. Hey, you were good. You were good footy player. You did your thing. Um, but yeah, what what happened? Like, man, I haven't seen you since what 19? Yeah, man. I think um came over here with like the big dreams of playing footy and all that, and then just sort of started partying a bit too much, and yeah, um, just couldn't keep up with the training. I yeah. was just too lazy, wasn't committed enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, in comparison to those other boys who were just going hundies. Yeah. Because yeah. um, well, most of our boys, like, well, not most of the boys, but a few, like, probably, oh, we won't drop names. <laughs> but there's a few boys who actually went the whole way, right? That, yeah. That absolutely. you played with. And, um, but yeah, I, I think I just sort of lost the passion for it a bit. Um, you come from Christchurch where you're sort of a big fish in a little pond and you come to Big Sydney. Yeah. yeah. And, um, so did you go to Auckland first before you went to, or did you come straight to Sydney? Nah, straight to Sydney from Christchurch. Wow. Oh, really? what, so what school did you go to? Um, I went to Burnside High, which is not even like a, a rugby school or anything like that. So just a normal, your so average. Yeah, man. Not Christchurch boys, no. Nah, no way, not Christchurch yeah. boys. They were all rugby union schools. Yeah, yeah. Like my school was rugby union, but it was. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> They were like a theatre school, yeah, yeah. So they were like big into like oh, um, drama, drama and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. and stage challenge, and like it was just I w- stage challenge. Yeah, oh, it's crazy, wow. man. So like they they came and they um they had they were making the first league team that they had made there in like years. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I decided to play, and I was still playing union at the time. Mm. And then after that, they convinced me to play club. Yeah. And that's when I started playing league. And what club and then was that's, that? That's where you got picked up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rickett and Knights. Okay. Yeah, Rickett and Knights. Shout out to uh, Ricky the Knights. Probably <laughs> don't have a team right now. <laughs> Just because the largest over here. Nah, nah. It's, nah and it's been, oh, I guess it's been a sort of a weird um, relationship between you and I. Like we, we played footy and then all of a sudden just fell off the fell off the earth and I sort of just oh, didn't, didn't really know what was going on and what happened. And then you reached out and said you're doing re- youth work. And I was like, what the hell good yeah, is yeah. this? So to have a, a fellow rugby league player I used to play with go into the same field of work I'm in now. Mm. It's yeah, props to you for for doing that. And like, what are you what are you doing right now? Uh, so at the moment, I run a boys' home, so like a residential care home. Um, uh, we have two boys there um, out in Western Sydney, yeah. so we just work with kids who have um, complex traumas and severe mental health issues. Yeah. Um, before that, in Christchurch, though, I was working at a juvenile detention centre. Oh right, in um, New Zealand. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Right. which is called Tapunawai. Yeah, 
and um, that's sort of where I started my journey with youth work. Youth work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's kind of it's for kids fourteen, oh sorry, thirteen to eighteen who have committed um, crimes, but they're too young to go to prison. Yeah. And um, so yeah, it was pretty pretty intense there. Um, what about differences with like the Kiwis and the Australians, like the kids that you work with? Was there much difference as you could tell, or well, the, the kids? Like, the, uh, it's a different caliber of kids that we worked with back in New Zealand. Mm. Like they were all like the gangsters. Yeah. Sorry, excuse me. No, you're and um, but here it's like I don't know. The gang culture isn't that big here. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, feel. Yeah. Um, but the kids that I work with are completely different. Like yeah. the Australians, they're. I feel like they can't take a joke as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah I feel like there's a bit. It's a bit more relaxed in New Zealand. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, um, it was a bit easier to build a rapport using humour. Yeah, you could sort of tease the kids. In I'll New tease Zealand, you back. Yeah, 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 yeah. But here they're pretty, pretty serious. Eh? Yeah, pretty. Is serious, it more I indigenous think. kids or is it bit of bit of both? Uh, there are not many indigenous kids. Oh right. Oh really? No, no. Crazy. I think there might be a few who identify like yeah. in the organisation, but, but the kids like are one twelve or like one yeah, 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 like one sixty four. Yeah, like where's one forty? One four, baby. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, there's um, but back home it was like the majority of the kids were Maori and Pacific Islanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. They, they were locked up. So talking about you coming from New Zealand to Australia, the culture shock would have been massive for you, right? So how did you? How did you sort of take oh, it in, I guess Christchurch yeah. is sort of similar, right? Uh, or how how was the how was the culture difference between um, New Zealand and Christchurch and then here in Cronulla, where well, where I meet you? Well, I think yeah, there's places in Sydney where Christchurch is really similar. Yeah. But I think I think if you move from anywhere into Cronulla, yeah, it's it's way different. Man. Are they crazy there? That it, was like the biggest thing was how um how much they partied, yeah. the drugs, the alcohol, the house parties. Yeah. Yeah. Like from Christchurch, there were lots of house parties and, and stuff like that, but it was always like in a garage. Yeah, yeah. garage you know. drinkers. Exactly, garage yeah. drinkers. Or the Kiwis like, love that, eh? They just love drinking in the garage. Just sing, play guitar. Yeah, but here yeah. in Australia, you sit in the garage, they want to go out, right? Yeah. <laughs> they got like Red Bull DJs, yeah. they got like pools, they yeah, got yeah. pool parties, everything. Yeah, their parents are like getting on it hard out yeah. as well and... I was it was it was crazy, man. And I think it was just like the bright lights. Yeah, you come here and you just um, yeah, you just want to you want to be accepted. You know, you want to be part of like the party culture. Yeah, yeah. you want to make the most of it, and it's you know it's it's easy to forget things like footy. You know? Yeah, yeah, hundred well, percent. Like that's, I don't know if you know, but this guy's actually pretty smart, eh? <laughs> like obviously, you know, like growing up or going through Canola, I always knew this guy. Um, he sort of had the brains behind everything. That's all. I just like that. I'm the brains, you're the muscle. Yes. In the yeah. Pocket, in the I'm pocket, just. Man. I'm just the. I'm just the looks for the podcast. <laughs> 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 no, yeah. So like, like being a being a smart islander. Like let, let's be oh. let's be real. You, you actually study. You actually like you read um, literature. You you do. Like, oh, I like I I I try to. I pretend to. Yeah. I think I'm more so. I think I'm caught in that um sort of subculture of people who listen to podcasts watch YouTube videos and just regurgitate that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it makes it sound like you're really smart, hey, but, but if like it's, you're not really smart. But if it's working, <laughs> if it's working, it's just working. Just keep going. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, reading and writing was a huge thing. Like, mum always made sure that we read, that we would write every day. Yeah. yeah. And that she, like, she was really strict on that. So, yeah. So, so growing up in school, um, was your parents hard on you with, like, uh, your work, your study, stuff like that? Like, were they encouraging you to go uni? Yeah, uh, big like, time. Oh, so, yeah. Big time. Yeah, mum was so mum and dad separated. Yeah. Um, dad was full Samoan. Um, 
like real old school. Yeah. And mum was half Samoan, but she grew up in New Zealand. So yep. she was um second gen. Yeah, so more of like Balangi type lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. But she was like big on education. But so was yeah. dad, you know. Yeah. They were a good team despite not being together. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. feel like in New Zealand, because um, obviously I went to school in New Zealand as well, but um, do you feel like we we get pushed to go uni even though like we don't want to go, like even though like we don't feel like it's the best thing for us? Like we're just going to uni, what, to get a certificate, but we're not really into going to uni. Yeah. Whereas over here in Australia, it's like, you know, go for a trade. Finish year 12, they're like, okay, I worked <laughs> yeah. all my life. Yeah, but now you can go and help us and go to the work. So I feel like in Australia, that culture is different where yeah. university isn't, it's driven, mm. but it isn't supported. Like as well as I, I see in New Zealand, like most of my cousins, they're all going to uni. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's different. I think it's it's different cultures because it, like a lot of the Samoans growing up or Pacific Islands growing up in New Zealand, their parents came over with the idea that you would get a better lifestyle. Yeah, and so yeah. that bit of paper is really important. Yeah. So you could have like really big families yeah. and there might be like, maybe nobody has a degree. Yeah, or maybe yeah. like two or three people have a degree. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's a really big deal. So yeah. I think it's, um, and also for my, I think for my mum, it was, she just had a really hard childhood. Yeah, okay. And she, um, and so for her, like, she did really, really well to get from the upbringing that she had, the lifestyle that she had to, you know, going to university. Yeah. So for her, it was kind of like, I think it was like a, a hallmark of her achievements, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was the same for us. Yeah, right. Yeah, so, all right, well, touching on our, our subject, our theme for the month is, is mental health. Mm. Um, what are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on, on like, obviously seeing mental health in New Zealand and how well, everyone knows how, well, I don't know if everyone knows, but it's pretty bad in New Zealand yeah. compared to here in Australia. Like, what are, you, what are your views on mental health back home and then um, here in Australia? Um, I think we're in crisis mode in New Zealand. Like, I think the stats that you guys put up, it was six on the, um, the financial year last year. It was like 685 deaths that year, which um, equals out to be 13 deaths a week, Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. You know, like, if... If someone was going around, oh, yeah, there was a, a secret disease killing people, you know, thirteen people a week. Yeah, it would be crisis. Yeah, mode, you know? it would, um, people would be going crazy, and you'd be wanting a cure to it, or you'd be wanting at least an answer or, or a conversation, a and solution. Feel, like exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't think people are getting it. Yeah, especially in New Zealand, and like the stats there, everyone, uh, like the stats there in New Zealand, Pacific and Maori people, like they've got the highest rate of suicide. Nearly in the world, I think. Yeah, well, they're overrepresented in every yeah. negative statistic that there is. So, like, mm. incarceration, um, poor health, diabetes, yeah. mm. low socioeconomic status. Homelessness. Homelessness, yeah, yeah, everything, yeah. you know. And mm. um, not to mention that New Zealand has the highest youth suicide rate in the world. Yeah. Which is crazy. In, in the developed world, whatever that means. Yeah. yeah. So, what do you think the mentality is back home? And how can we, how can we help? Like, how can we, what can we do to stop or uh, prevent I think, yeah, I think people are having conversations about it back home more often, but yeah. it's like, it's conversations like this, like, I think, mm. and I think it's coming out of necessity, mm. you know, like people are starting to make podcasts, they're starting to write blogs and stuff like yeah. that, and it's coming from, we're not hearing anybody else talk about it, like, I think, when I was growing up, John Kerwin was like, sort of, the hallmark of New Zealand. Of New Zealand, yeah. but like with mental who's, health. Who's John Kerwin? How dare you, bro? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm going to chuck this mic at your head. So John Kerwin's a famous all-black player. Right, oh, right. Auckland, bro. Yeah, whatever, man. 
New Auckland. Zealander. <laughs> He's Auckland also. <laughs> All right. No, nah, but yeah, yes. carry on. <laughs> but he battled with mental health issues throughout his whole career. Yeah. Mm. And it wasn't until he was older and he stopped playing that he um, really started to speak up about it. And address it. Yeah, yeah. And so his ads sort of beca- became a little bit cliche, you know, like yeah, the, yeah. the John Kill and mental health ads. Mm. And, um, but like off the top of my head, the people who are having the discussion at the moment was sort of, it was kicked off by John Kerwin and there's a, a Maori, um, comedian named Mike King. And so yeah. Mike King is like doing a lot of work in New Zealand as far as like trying to spread the, you know, the word yeah. and raise awareness. But it's like, it's quite crazy that like the, when I think of mental health in New Zealand, the two people I think of is like a, a washed up all black yeah. Yeah. And, and, a, uh, and a comedian, you yeah. know, like that, not, that are not relatable to the the guy, the youth now. The kids now. Yeah, to the know? kids now. They're older. And yeah, I like I didn't even know who John Kerwin is. So like, if you... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you were to say that like hey. now, I'll be like, man, who the hell is this guy? I don't even know who it looks like. But exactly, man. And you know what's funny? He's a Balangi too. All right. Like John Kerwin. So powerful Balangi though. Very powerful. Powerful. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I think his name's Yohane Kerwin. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that right? <laughs> Yohane Kerwin? No. Yeah, but it's... um. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, I just think there needs to be more conversations around it, and they're starting to raise awareness now. But it's um, like New Zealand, Māori, and Pacific Islander men are just dying. Yeah, like, 100%. Um, yeah, like, so, like, we'll talk about, like, we're not going to talk about the measles, but look at the measles and how many mm. people it killed. Man, there's a massive uproar. Like, everyone's like, what's going on? Yeah. What's happening? Mental health's been happening for, like, way longer than that people are yeah. killing themselves there's suicidal yeah. ideation every single like every single day in New Zealand yeah, yeah. while me talking about that that's still a sickness you still mm. have to take that as serious as you would take the measles because yeah, you're still yeah. losing people right yeah it's, it's definitely there is definitely a stigma around it and that's slowly um, like people are slowly talking about it more but it's big in the Pacific Islander community yeah like yeah. what about at home how was it at home like was there any yeah, son, tell us, how are you feeling today? Well, you know, like, was there still those conversations in your household? It was different for me because I um, spent the week with my mum mm. and then we'd go to my dad's on the weekend. So I yeah, spent okay. the majority of the time with my mum. Yeah. Um, and dad was really old school, but yeah. I kind of, I could go to dad for any problems that I had or issues that I had, but I, I did feel more comfortable Talking to go to mum because mum grew up in New Zealand. She yeah, went to high school okay. in New Zealand. She understood the, the barriers, um, what's going on, the issues, exactly, the yeah, struggle, yeah. Yeah. the culture. Yeah. And I think um, that's a, a huge issue that's, you know, like parents will come from Samoa, grew up in Samoa, yeah. and then they'll have kids who go to new school in New Zealand. Yeah, and yeah. like imagine a kid coming home and going, oh, mum, they're, they're cyberbullying me and yeah, making yeah. memes about me. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you, you can't expect Samoan parents what? to relate to that. Oh, yeah. 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 What's a baby? <laughs> <laughs> No, hundred percent. I agree with you. Yeah, like, so, yeah. No, yeah, with that, like kids that grow up in New Zealand, Pacific Island kids, mm. they are more like prone to, you know, battle through mental illness than the kids that are in the islands that are actually in the islands. Because mm. back at home, we live off the land, right? Yeah, it's exactly. More the struggles, the pressures. I guess there's not that much pressure back home because no. they can live off the land. Like you go to the plantation. You go and do, you know, plant your food. Mm. You go fishing. Like, so they're living off the land. They're not, I guess they are relying on money, but not as much as what it is in Australia. And New, New Zealand, Zealand. Yeah, like, yeah, both. I think it's very black. Yeah, you're right. It's black and white for them. Yeah. Like, it's like um, you grow up, you're a male, you're a female. This is your role. Yeah. This is your role. This is yeah. what you do. And so, like, from a young age, you have a really clear, I think you have a, I, I'm, I'm, 
I don't know because I didn't grow up there. Yeah. yeah. But I'm assuming but that you have a very clear understanding yeah. of what of what you do, what's expected of yeah. you. Yeah. You know, I think here there's so many different factors that are coming cultures, in. cultures, yeah. cultures nah. yeah. um, friends, girls, teachers. Yeah. Like I want to do this subject, money, that subject. like exactly, money's man. a big one as well. Like yeah. we were speaking about financial, was financial, <laughs> financial like financially, like money's a big one that brings upon mental health for a lot of Pacific Islands yeah. that are brought into Australia or New Zealand because you know say you get that you know that contract and that all that money or everyone the island the um, parents all they expect is yeah I see dollars and then mm. in five years time they don't see anything so yeah yeah well I, I see a lot of pressure for not for me because I never made any sort of money like with footy but like um other kids coming young kids coming from Christchurch um, they sort of get a contract, they make a little bit of money, and you see them splurging oh, out on their yeah. family and, and spending so much of their yeah. money on their family. And I'm thinking, damn, if only he, like if only they knew, you know. Yeah. I think they. I think the, f- I guess, financial education as well. It's not really there in New Zealand or like here in, in Pacific Island, the community. Like, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I guess there's people out there who who may have this knowledge, yeah. but they just vo- their voices aren't being heard. And yes. I think I think if yeah if they're from Samoa, you know, if they're if they're really old school, it's hard for them to take advice from like a Bailangi person mm. trying to tell them, you know, how to spend their money because it's just two different, you know. Yeah, so like, so with, with my dad, right, so he was pretty fixed. So like my dad, he's full Samoan mm. and mental health was like, what the hell, like what's this? So the thing, well, I've, I've just been reading and I feel like um, because mental health, like I've, I think in that video that we'll touch on a bit later, that, that video they talk about mental health and suicide and um you know eating disorders mm. um anxiety those things like that in samoa the only word is mai mm. so you're sick that's sick <clears throat> that's the same word you'll use for if you every cancer yeah you're sick that's the only word you'll use if you're pregnant you're sick so you're mai everything is mai so mental health and anxiety and all these things like that it all falls under the one word mm. so i feel like for samoans they won't process it because they're, they're just saying oh no nah, that guy's like like you see in, in the video mm. like that just you're just crazy you're stupid yeah. you're, you just you're disobedient yeah like yeah, let's yeah. fulfill your um, yeah. the witches yeah. let's yeah, just the, let's yeah. just do the what are they called like when they go to like witch doctors and yeah, do yeah. the blessing and stuff on you but like, it's quite shocking hearing that in that video eh? that they would go and that was like yeah. that was four years ago which is still relatively recent yeah that they would rather go to like a I don't want to say witch doctor, yeah, but like, like a, a mm. witch doctor. Yeah, it, it has <laughs> yeah. to be like, yeah, yeah. I think they before, like, oh, how do you say it? The massager. Yeah, the massager. <laughs> I don't know, like, that's that's what the the healer, the yeah. islander healer, like, that's that's where they go to for these mental health issues. But yeah, it's well, yeah, it's it's not a healer. It's not a healer, and it's um and and I think they just get. I think there's like they're getting stuck in wanting to stick to the culture. And, and not wanting to go outside of it. Yeah. And it's like, but it doesn't take much to figure it. Like, I mean, I'm sure the mortality rates, you know, uh, how long is our lifespan? Like, as Pacific Islander men, we're, you know, we're, we're not meant to live long. Yeah. You mm. know, stats would say we're not meant to live long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, which is which is really sad, but it's, um, so that's just what the stats say. Yeah. Well, obesity. 
obesity, but I think it's it's not just that. You know, it's um, there's a lot of things that come into account, like there's a lot mental well, well even the just well being, having that stigma of being the man of the house, right? And yeah, yeah, always like you, know, you have to provide and you have to do this, you have to do that. Like, and my, for myself, that's that's what I'm I'm doing now because that's all I sort of know, right? Mm. So if I if I can't provide for my family. It, it sort of hits me like it's, it's like, oh man, I'm actually not, I'm not doing, doing my enough. job as yeah. a man. But with all these, you know, all these people around that are helping us and, and letting us, you know, well, like sort of the podcast talking about it, be more vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's sort of like, yeah, let you be more vulnerable. Which is like, what are you, what are your thoughts on that that video? Like, oh man, we'll, we'll, we'll drop the video. <laughs> we'll, we'll let you guys see the video. It's it's man. You, you go. You you, st- you start. Yeah, I, I found it. I found it real interesting. I, I find it hard not to laugh, though. But I, I, I felt bad for uh, um, some of the, you know, for them having to speak in English. Yeah. Because it's really hard for them, I think, to convey their thoughts accurately, um, doing it in English. Like it would have been better if they had a translator there and they could just, you know, speak Tongan, speak Samoan. Yeah. Because um, I feel like they would have been able to, you know, get their point across a bit more. Because it was kind of like very vague. Like they were like. What do, you, what do you think about mental health? Yeah. Oh, embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> embarrassment. Stupid. <laughs> Gracie, like, yeah, retard. Yeah. Like, like, retard. Yeah. Like, man, retard. Like, are you serious? A retard. Like, that's, oh. what I, that's what I mean. Like, with the the word mai in Samoan. It's a lot of things. That's what you would call someone who's autistic or someone who's disabled. Yeah, and yeah. that's the same word you use if someone has mental health. So you're still mai. Like, yeah. Mm. I think the one thing... Um, that we were talking about before that I, I picked out from it was that the you know the older men were a lot more comfortable with their answers. Yeah, they, yeah. they seemed a lot more secure in what they were saying. Yeah. So the, there was two young guys. Yeah. And um, the first young guy, he's the um, first thing he said was is that he isn't the sole provider for his family. Yeah. His, yeah. The, his wife. His, his wife. wife is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then after he said that, he said nothing else yeah. for the rest of the video. <laughs> and like you could see his body language. My man. voice doesn't yeah. matter anymore because yeah, I'm not yeah. the sole provider. He was like this the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And because all the other old guys were like, you know, it's the male's responsibility mm, to yeah. provide. Um, but then the other guy, um, other young guy, he was just trying to use all these crazy analogies oh. to explain stuff. And he just sounded confused. Yeah. yeah. Where, yeah, the older men, they were really clear, really Fixed. secure in the answer. Just saying, this is it. This, this is, is what, what is. I think. Exactly. I'm just going to say it. And I think for them, it's a lot more black and white. Mm. You know, like we were saying before, you know, it's this is their role. This is the expectation. Well, those young guys, they've you know they've grown up in a different culture, so they have different expectations. They're sort of floating in that grey area. Americanized, Americanized, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just trying to like find themselves, eh? They're exactly. Like trying to find a balance. They're gonna say, "Oh, is it right here? These balangis right, or is my parents right?" Like, yeah, yeah. yeah they're trying to find them, and I, I feel like that's when you that's when mental health occurs because they're so confused with what they want not in being able like, to not not being mm. able to com- uh, connect to their culture and then not being able to connect to their new culture of um, being american you know mm. so um no yeah um tell us about like your mental like health like what happened with you backstory or um, um what did you do to get out of it like when you hit rock bottom um, if there ever was yeah if there was yeah i think f- for me um like i'm i'm had a very privileged upbringing yep. and i was very lucky man and I've, mm. I've always um had like a really solid foundation of love. Like uh, my family's always been there for me. Mm. Um, anything that has sort of gone wrong in my life is due to myself yeah, yeah. Okay. and the, yeah, the right. poor decisions that I've made. Yeah. And um, But I think b- even when I was at my lowest, you know, I had moments where I had really high anxiety, 
I had a bit of social anxiety. Mm. Um, you know, even at my lowest point, I still felt secure and felt like I belonged to my family. Yeah. And I knew that I could always, you know, I always had my family to back me up. So I've been pretty lucky in that sense. Yeah, so, so, so you had that sort of support, right? If you're always, from mum, you knew, always. hey, mum's always going to have my back. You know, Always. Like, if it was four o'clock in the morning, I could call mum, I could yeah. call dad. It didn't really matter, you know. I, so it wasn't family for you, it was people outside family? Um, I don't even want to blame people outside family. It was me. Yeah. You know, it was okay. me making poor decisions and um, those decisions sort of leading me down a bad um, path and... Um, I think the the rock bottom for me would have been um, just before I went back to New Zealand. Like mm. I was just smoking lots of weed, sitting in yeah. like a sort of like a bong dungeon Smoke flat. Weed every yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here in Australia. Yeah, here in Australia, and oh, it was yeah. just like um, just yeah, making really poor decisions, not doing anything with my life. Um, and I think so. Uh, what, what happened? Did you like? Did you were you working? What were you yeah. playing footy? Working. What, were you what was the what cause to everything? Like, what was the, was the it cause, footy? Like. like I think what? I was working, but I was working like really patchy jobs. Like I would um, do labouring here, labouring there. Then yeah. I was doing containers for a bit, and oh, it man. was just break your back. Oh my gosh, man! I hated it. What's yeah. the? What's? I've never lifted. I've never been to a container. What? What happens at the container? So pretty much, you just unload containers and load containers. That's pretty much all oh, it was. Oh wow! Forklift? Yeah. You don't get a forklift? Nah, nah. I think oh, I. No um, way! It's all by hand. All by hand. Or they will forklift it in, yeah. but then you like stack it on the shelves. Yeah. So, oh wow! <laughs> and no offense to people that were uh, hey. doing containers, because like, hey, hundred yeah. percent, any work is good work. Provide. But like, I wasn't even good at that. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I was just useless altogether. So, <laughs> so were you the like, hype man at the container? Yeah. Used to like bring the good vibes, or He's the, like, he was faster, the radio guy. <laughs> <laughs> you bring the speaker to the to the radio oh, to yeah, the container. Yeah. Hey. I didn't add much value, that's for sure. Oh right. But it was um, but yeah, I think. But like I always had that foundation. I always knew that mum was there, and I would always call mum, and mm. um, she would sort of have my back. And she would, and she eventually, you know, steered me down a better path, yeah. which is good. So, but did um, you? Was it in New Zealand where, when you moved back? You kind of found yourself, or was it definitely, man? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It was going home, getting a clear head, and um, and yeah, I, I really don't like. It really wasn't anyone else, anyone else's fault but my own. Yeah, yeah. and I think it was like realizing that. Yeah, right. that's good that you can acknowledge that because a lot of people like you know they cut ties, they blame everyone else. You're the reason why I did this. You're the reason why I did that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, well, I think I cut. I did cut ties in a way. I mean, I moved countries, yeah, but yeah. it was like it wasn't cutting ties because of them. It, it was because um, of you. It was because of yeah. me. You couldn't trust yourself around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exactly yeah. though, man. Yeah. It is. It's like that because people. People are allowed to live that sort of lifestyle. Yeah. They bring that vibe and you yeah. feel like, you know what, I actually like that vibe. I want to yeah. be with them, but... But people can juggle both. Yeah. Yeah. Some people can have a really good, successful life and yeah. a job and stuff like that and, and still party and not get carried away with it. Yeah. I just wasn't one of those people. You were partying mm. and then going to the containers two hours later. Yeah, work. <laughs> crying with my ball away. <laughs> like just, yeah, oh, it, was, yeah. it was terrible, man. And it wasn't... Um, but yeah, moving back home, moving back with my mum and being around them, that was huge. And then even more so was when I started working at that... Um, that uh, that juvie. The yeah. So juvie. what 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 sort of pushed you towards the juvenile? What's what sort of Sing. pushed you towards that? Um, all the it was just it was just kind of by chance, you know. All the stars sort of aligned. I had a um, mate that I was training with, um, his Hugh Munro, a real close mate of mine. And um, shout out to Huey and that. Yeah, yeah powerful Matua Hugh man. He's, hey. the, he's the man. Matua, what's Matua mean? Like teacher. Teacher. Yeah. Teacher. Shout Matua. <laughs> See, like, I feel like I'm getting schooled by the Maldives here, man. What's going on? <laughs> that's right, man. Yeah, see, all right, yeah. But um, yeah. So he he was trained. We were training together, and he was do doing casual work there. And he's like, "You should come down and check it out." And so I was like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever." And 
sort of build ups a bit. And then um, my uncle as well, my uncle Delon, he um, he was working there as well as a night supervisor, and he at the same time, around the same time, said to come down and check it you out. Too, yeah. So it was like, um, so I was like, well, I have to you know check it out. Um, they connected me with uh, one of the TLOs there. And um, it was pretty cool, man, because it was the first time I went into a job where all the people in management were Pacific Islanders or Maori. That's mad. Yeah, that's and that so was good. super powerful for me, man. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I don't think I ever really had any aspirations to be in a sort of like a management role, yeah. or even thought about it before. You know, seeing that mm. and being around it, and um, so I think it was. Yeah, I just applied for it and then went from there. Oh yeah. wow, that's crazy! And then here in Australia, do you just like, how did you yeah. find the find a job here? Did you just call? Just, how, how did that work? Uh, so I started working for an, like, we came over first, I didn't have a job. Um, started working for an agency. Yeah, right. So those agencies that go around the different yeah. organisations. Oh, that's pretty hectic, eh? That's pretty crazy. A, yeah, because you walk in as an agency staff, the kids are like, here the hell is this? Yeah, Get the awesome. hell out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, it's different, you know, and it's um different kids, different culture. So I had, you know, had to learn how to sort of build a co- uh, rapport with them. Yeah. And it's a lot different over here, man. Like I was saying, they, um, different sense of humour. Like there were jokes that you like. You can't, you can't say. You can say it back home, but if you said yeah, it here, yeah. they'd be like, what, do you want to go? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to well, fight me? Well, not that, but they just wouldn't understand. Yeah. You know, like they, they just, they, they just didn't get the humour. Like and sarcasm. Um, they couldn't get your sarcasm or? Yeah. Was it more maybe like I'm just blunt. not funny. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a, <laughs> Oh, actually, I was talking to one of your kids. Actually, was, I was—I think I was just dry. <laughs> ah, that's crazy. What? Like, so, moving forward, um, you know, talking about mental health and and what we can do better and what can we can what we can change in our culture. Um, what do you what do you think? What what do you think? What do you think? <laughs> um, What's thing you'd make better or change yeah, in, oh, in in our culture? That's a hard one, man. I think. I think at the moment it's in the too hard basket. I think there's so yeah. many different things that, uh, so many things we could fix that it's just overwhelming that we don't know yeah. where to begin. You know, like I think um, we don't know what to prioritize and sort of execute. Um, but I think it is partly the government. Mm. I think um, they need to review some sort of plan. You know, Something, like man. more accessibility to you know to therapists would you know, be a good start. Do you think um, school's the right thing for people, like for youth? Sorry, in in what sense? Like, in like, like mental, like for, for mental health. For oh, mental, mental oh, health. Yeah, mental health, like as in like school, like because getting all help at school. No, like just going to school, like this, because a lot of people are disengaged at school, and then yeah, you yeah. ask them what, and like sometimes it can be school, but they don't get, offer them those tools where like you know services like you know our work links to learning or something mm-hmm. like that can help them. Um, so I don't know Is it school maybe or Yeah I think having like Good career advisors At the mm. school And having good um, Like what are they Counsellors Yeah counsellors yeah, 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 yeah. I think they have good Like good counsellors at the school And I know a lot of people That got a lot of help From counsellors at schools Yeah mm. But I think it's like It's both the government And our culture That need to it's, you know It's at home right It's a, 100% yeah. it's at home Always comes from it, home That's where it all begins You know it's got to mm. you know, The government's got to look inwards And us as a culture Have to look inwards 100%, as well 100% because I, I've I've spoken to a few people and like I was like, oh yeah, this week is our mental health week. They're like, oh nah, gee, we're not the ones you talk to about that, eh? We're pretty straight up, like we're real. We're just we're straight shooters. And I'm like, man. yeah, straight shooters. Look at the statistics, man. Like you're you're yeah. dying. You you will probably won't live past seventy. Yeah, like there's a good chance you won't live past seventy. Yeah. And that's like because of different risk factors, you know that. And, and I think 
I think we like to hide behind a big mask, Pacific yeah. Islanders, man. I think we like to like we like to put out to everyone that we're this. Um, we're they were going funny, okay. Yeah, they were going all good. Yeah. My son, he's like, like uh, he's like a doctor now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But really, he's not. He's just he's doing the containers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, now that's sad to the container boys. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like uh, Polynesians like to um, elevate. Is the word elevate like? Sort of like say that they're doing good, but they're not like you know. What yeah. I mean? Well, there's just certain things about our culture. Like every culture has things that aren't that great about them, and they can look at them and then they can progress. You know, and mm. like they can address those issues. You know, you look at like um, like white white culture does it a lot. You yeah. know, like Balangis do it a yeah. lot. They've like um, they've been like, this is not good about us. We need to change that. Change yeah. But we're like really stuck in our ways, man. Yeah. And we're like, and if people, especially Balangis, if they try to tell Samoan culture like you guys should do this or do yeah. that, people. We'll just get people, out of here, man. Yeah, they get they get outraged, man, and they just won't hear it. And yeah. I think a big like, for an example, like getting hidings. Yeah, yeah. Like it's become oh, a joke. Yeah. It's like become like a laughing uh, point for mm. Samoans, you know. And then like it's almost become like a bragging thing. Like who yeah. got the biggest hiding? Yeah. Who got? And it's like call it what it is. It's like it's domestic violence. Yeah, you know, 100%. like it, whatever country you live in, regardless of where you're from. Like the the law of the land, you know what happened to you was abuse. Yeah, you know, and I think, it's, and yeah. I think a lot of um, we look at it, we laugh at it, and we've like we we've sort of brag about it, don't we? We sort of 100%. say, ah, oh, what did you get? Oh no, you, I got a harder hiding. My one was like the the wood, the, <laughs> yeah. the bat. Yeah, like, but that's we brag about that. But that's, it's not that's something. Abuse. Yeah, yeah, it's that's, not something you should be bragging about because. And I, and I wonder where that came from. And yeah. I think I think that was like a. I feel like there might be like a bit of a protective strategy to mm. like um, our coping we, mechanism. <laughs> I think so, man. Like we don't want to admit that, like yeah. um, we don't want to turn in our you know parents. Or yeah, anything. exactly. But man. At the end of the day, it's something that they need to be addressed to, yeah. and maybe they need help. You know, like the, I never heard my father brag about it. Yeah, yeah. No, my my yeah, my dad never did. Did your nah, mine, but did he no. brag about his to his? Did you ever hear him brag to his nah, friends about nah, how big never. of a hiding he gave you? Nah. Or so I well, think. I think they, they, they were pretty. Know. Well, like I'll be real. I, I think like thinking about it, he'd be pretty embarrassed, right? If he was yeah. to tell his kid or his mates, oh, like, you should have seen it. But even his Samoan mates. Yeah, yeah. like yeah, I don't. I, I don't feel like there, there was any like bragging. Oh, I don't think so. Should have seen. Nah, my son well, hiding. Like why? I don't recall it. Yeah, but it's our generation. I think so, man. Yeah, I think it's our generation of. You know, growing up in New Zealand, growing up in Australia, um, being in a westernised culture where they don't, it's not mm. normal for them. Yeah. And so we've gone, oh, we'll oh, laugh wow. about it because yeah. you know, we're the funny Polynesians. Yeah. Yeah. We got hidings going up. <laughs> yeah. See, I didn't get hidings, eh? Dribbling. But there's lots of things like that, man, that I think that we need to look inwards and we need to address. And mm. like, um, and, it, and it's not going to, Unfortunately, it's not going to be overnight, man. It's, it's not, not going to be overnight, fix, eh? and people aren't going to respect Bailangis when they try and tell us. Yeah, you know, we yeah. need people to get into Pacific Islanders to get in positions um, where they can educate. I'd love to see them. a yeah. Pacific Islander councillor. If there's oh. any out there, please let us know. In Australia, know. in Australia, oh, in, yeah. in New Zealand, like. Well, people are listening from Spain, so if there's any, <laughs> everyone's listening around the world now. So, nah, I feel like. Uh, if I there is counselors that are Pacific Islands out there, please let yourself be known. Like because yeah, yeah. we don't know. Like yeah. we actually have no idea if there's Pacific Islands out there who are counselors. Yeah. I would love to see, you know. And it's the same, 
Sorry, sorry to cut you off, man. No, good. But it's the same thing as like the witch doctor stuff that we were talking about. It's yeah. like for a long time, you know, as a culture, you think one way is the right way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then something horrific like the, the measles outbreak happens and then you go, no, actually we probably do need to immunize yeah. our kids. Yeah. And it's the same with like our suicide rates and incarceration rates. It's like, okay, there are amazing things about our culture. Yeah. Things that, that we should be really proud 100%, of. Yeah. But there's a few things that you we know, need to change, make better. That we need to address. Just yeah. like the witch doctor stuff, you know. Stop yeah. going back to what we do as a culture and maybe take bits and pieces from yeah. there. But take other pieces from other cultures yeah, 100%. and just grow. Because mm. I've I've seen with like let, let have a look at the measles, a lot of people are going to the witch doctors no. um, and, and they're they're going to like spray their kids with kagan water, like all these, Crazy. all these things, because oh, one person has been healed, like or healed from it. So then, like they just rely on that, and they're not going to That's vaccinate sad, their man. kids. Oh, like I'm, I'm not saying vaccinate, like because I have no idea, right? I'm yeah, not yeah. an expert on vaccinations and, and things like that. But man, like I don't think it takes an expert to figure yeah, that one out. Though, surely, you know? it's like um, if, if you know, again, developed countries are doing something that is preventing it and you don't see any trace of it you yeah. know you should, yeah. you should start thinking to yourself like maybe there's something that we should do like if, if people if you go to Africa you have to take shots before you go to Africa because yeah, then you yeah. catch the whatever the disease is over there mm. like some it's not rocket science come on man like, uh, yeah. these people have studied all these things yeah there might be people out there that are questioning you know vaccinations and things like that like we said last week do your research mm. but man yeah don't listen to us <laughs> yeah, don't Actually, listen to me. You know what? Definitely. I don't care. Listen to me now, man. I, I, I know what's going on. I'm telling you now. Um, but like that's yeah, that's why conversations like this are really important, man. You know, yeah, like, just to create awareness. You know, it's complex to like even like I feel like careers advisors, career choices, like you know, like what we know mm. um, in terms of like you grow up, you go to school, you do this. But sometimes it's from your parents, like a yeah, lot of the yeah. cultures, like saying, "Oh, you, you're going to go do this," whereas they're not actually asking the question, "What do you want to do?" Mm. Like, what do you want to do um, yeah. when you grow up? You know, and I feel like Walangis do that so well. Like, um, they're they're able to have that conversation. I know, like sometimes you know the gap year and stuff, but it comes back to like, "Oh, I need you know, I need my son to give it to work," so that's three incomes instead of two. You know, yeah, I yeah. feel like you know career choices as well. Um, Regular social people. norms, you know, like yeah. don't always have to be footy players. Don't always oh, have to be this and that. Oh, um, I've already, I've already sort of said it. Like rugby league's great, but man, you don't get to travel away like yeah. at all. You lose those sort of experiences in life where you're like even us. Um, when the ice project, he sort of says it as well. Like he's he he hated it, like mm. because you actually can't travel with your friends. Like you can't go and experience these other things. Like. Mm. We don't have to be footy players, but because it's so like glamorized, everyone's like, "Nah, look at that guy's killing it." Sonny Bill is the only person that I know that's killing it. <laughs> Everyone else out there that's saying they're killing He's it, the get out of here. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Sonny Bill, he he can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, if you're getting five million one year, <sighs> come on, bro. He's the goat. Yeah. I think, yeah, you're right, man. We don't all have to be footy players. Yeah, but it's, don't um, categorize us into a footy player. Exactly, you know, we're more than that. But we do it to ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Like if someone, um, like I remember, um, you know, people will be like, if you say something that um, is like even moderately smart, mm. people will be like, oh, what a Balangi uh, guy. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. but like, why are you attributing a, yeah. a smart comment to just being Balangi? Yeah. You know, like why can't that be attributed to being Samoan? Yeah. Why are you saying you're dumb? Yeah. Are you saying oh. that Samoans are dumb? Yeah. It's yeah. like, we're not dumb. And like this, my yeah. eyes got open, man, from 
uh, a TLO that I worked under. His name's Mason, man, and he's he's real powerful. And um, it was like a, they had like the Samoan group, yeah. And um, they were doing something, and he goes, "Are you going to come and join?" They go, "Look, man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm pretty plastic." Yeah. You know, you're probably best going with somebody else. Yeah. And he goes, There's it's not just language. There's lots of things that make up you being Samoan, you know. Yeah. You're you're smart, you can you know, you can play sport. Yeah. But like there's lots of other qualities that yeah. make up you being Samoan, not just being able to speak the language or not just being sporty. Yeah. And um I think that's a big one, man. We put ourselves down. Yeah. You know, we you know, or like I know we do it most times. We laugh when we fresh out. Come on, man! This yeah. is not our language. Yeah, but that's, but that's okay. Yeah, that's I know. Humor. Yeah, it's but humor, it's like, but, but slowly it turns into a culture where it's yeah. like, yeah, hey, it's we're someone bigger than that. Yeah, you know, we're we we the we the you know like the, the the laughing stock of this and like not can't make um yeah yeah it's all good. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't laugh at yourself, guys. So out there. You nah, laugh laugh, I think laugh, <laughs> especially at Wes. If Wes pressures out, please give it to him. Uh, but it's but being so humble that you, um, like, just trying really hard to be really humble that you yeah. just put yourself down. Yeah, that you become yeah. so self-deprecating that you, you know, you're not, you, you don't acknowledge any of the good qualities that you have apart from the fact that you can play sport. Yeah, yeah. 100%. and that you're funny. Yeah, what else? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, honestly, yeah. man, you go around and you ask a lot yeah. of people, like, what are the first thing you think of when you think of Samoans yeah. or Pacific Islanders from your school? They always say Since sport and funny. Big, yeah. big, sport, funny, scary. Yeah, eat all my lunch. Nah, big you're, heart, big heart. You're half, big heart, you're half big a Kasi. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, um, I think that's about it. Hey, eh? like, really appreciate you coming in, Elijah. Um, you know, telling your story and. And especially with um, your knowledge and something similar with working with youth, so yeah, we really appreciate you yeah, coming 100%. in. You, you know it is. Yeah, um, yeah, we're really grateful and really blessed to have you here. Um, is there anything you want to say before we we we'll finish it up? Any shout outs? Any anything you want to pass on to to our younger generation going through um, mental health issues? Oh wow. What a big uh, That's a big Yeah, that's, that's a big a thing big, to, yeah. Nah, just inspiring just, quotes or <laughs> Yeah. I think I think what you guys are doing is awesome, man. You're starting to have conversations, you know, you're um young Pacific Islanders who are who are challenging the social norms and, mm. and, and having these tough conversations that nobody wants to have yeah. or that Thanks, people man. are having in secret, you know. And I think um, you know, I started listening to podcasts a long time ago when I was probably about eighteen, nineteen. Yeah, and right. I think there'll be eighteen, nineteen year olds who will be listening to your guys' podcast now. And um and and years to come, you know, they will be inspired by this, and 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 hopefully it steers them on a on a on a good journey. Yeah, yeah. awesome, man. Actually, appreciate really appreciate. It. Yeah. yeah, um, like we said, we're always grateful and, and blessed to for whoever's listening to this journey. Yeah. Man, I think there was like a thousand last week. <laughs> <laughs> All up. <laughs> no, but yeah, big thank yeah. you to everyone out there. Um, if you're not doing, if this drops tomorrow. Which is a Tuesday. If you're not doing anything, as it's um, oh, oh yeah, um, we have a few yeah, few, few boys shout outs who, that, yeah, yeah. that we want to make. So if you're not doing anything on Wednesday, um, this Wednesday, what's the date? This Wednesday is seventeenth, eighteenth, eighteenth. So yeah. the eighteenth um, at four thirty a.m. Yes, four, that no, is cool. no, no, that's wrong. It's four forty-five. Four forty-five a.m. They're gonna rock up at Islander time, man. What's going <laughs> no, on? That's why nah. I told them four thirty, so they oh, get okay, it for four forty-five. Cool. Um, brothers to brothers, that's brothers to brothers. They're doing a a walk. Brothers, brothers, four brothers. Our brothers, four brothers. They're doing a walk at Queenscliff, uh, run by our mate Willie Bishop. So if you'd like to go down, um, yeah, just have a talk, have a quarter, and go for a walk with um. 
the koru out there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> also, there's uh, this Saturday. Um, we we've looked at it. Uh, we'll post it on our on our Instagram page. The people. Uh, there's a group called Bro Chats who follow us on on Instagram, and they're they're doing another sort of similar men's medicine walk um, in the Northern Beaches. I know it might be people listening from out west thinking, "Fuck yeah, we're gonna get out there." <laughs> yeah, but. Hey, there's these people out there that are that are helping, and and we just wanted to make sure that the the events and stuff like that were being heard on on the podcast. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, to everyone. Thank you to Elijah for coming through, my man. Thanks Shuttles. us all. Appreciate all right. it. Sweet, we out. Thank you for listening to Honest to Podcast, aka HT Dub. If you liked our vibe, follow, like, share. On all social media platforms. Yep.